Hello and welcome to episode 4 of All the Things I Wish I Knew. I'm Abby and this is a podcast where I discuss all the things I wish I knew earlier. No qualifications or expert knowledge, just figuring it all out as I go along. Today I am going to be talking about the New Year, New You stereotype and why most New Year's resolutions fail. Happy post-Christmas or post-holidays or just happy Wednesday if you don't celebrate. I hope you had a good time, whatever you did. I'm back. Now I can actually speak. I did completely lose my voice. Serves me right for going way too hard on the High School Musical discography, I guess. You can't silence me when I hear the first bar of Bet On It, so, um, yeah. But now I can speak again, so that's all good. Um... So for this week, for considering we are literally at the end, almost the very end of the year, um, days away from New Year's Eve and the new year starting, um, it's we're at that, that kind of time in the year where everyone's thinking about how their year went and how they want their next year to go. Um, and everyone's thinking about their goals for the year and the dreams that they have for 2022 and all that kind of thing. And obviously it's the time when people are making all their New Year's resolutions. And for me personally, I love the new year. I love the start of a new year. It's like, it feels like a blank slate, um, starting fresh, that kind of thing. But I hate or it it stresses me out hearing people talking about their New Year's resolutions so dramatically in, as in they go all in on one or two or ten or however many New Year's resolutions, but they're so drastic. And I hate it because the discipline you have to have to stick to drastic resolutions like that is almost impossible. And we one, the world has a tendency to go so hard on ourselves and have a real all or nothing mindset where we say, right, that's it, new year. Um, This year I'm reading five books a month, running 10 miles a day, never eating chocolate again, whatever. And okay, that's great if you read all the time and you already don't eat that much chocolate and you're already a runner that's a reasonable step up but if you've never run a mile in your life and the last book you read was when you were in school and you've been eating chocolate for the last three months they're just unrealistic expectations to have for yourself um and something I learned a few years ago and it's definitely something I wish I knew earlier or I wish I'd considered earlier was to not make new year's resolutions and instead make goals for the end of the year or goals for your for your year, and then break those goals up into more manageable tidbits of improvement or more manageable steps or whatever. So that like, okay, you want to run a marathon in I don't know, I don't even know where marathons are, July, whatever. Starting to run a mile a couple of times a week is way more manageable and it's digestible. But we fail when we put too much pressure on ourselves to make such a drastic change. So you're not going to run five miles every day for 12 months 
but you might run a mile a couple of times a week for a few weeks and then you can up it to more more times a week or more miles or whatever it is and that's just you're more likely to get what you want and we fail because we put too much pressure on ourselves to recreate ourselves every year and make ourselves better and of course I I mean I do it I think that's fine to do but when you're demanding so much of yourself it's just unrealistic and stressful and eventually it ends up in us packing it all in because we aren't able to handle the changes and the pressure we're putting on ourselves like I used to be that person that was like so this year is my year I'm gonna only eat vegetables and drink green juices and work out for two hours every day and I'm gonna write a book in a week and do this and it it was such a dramatic change from what was normal for me inevitably inevitably I failed a few weeks in and then I gave up that we're simple creatures, we don't like failing, but we like succeeding. Like the usual, or the one I hear all the time, um, especially for the new year, is people, they, they're doing no sugar, or they're only eating healthy, no chocolate, whatever. And inevitably, they end up failing. They end up sneaking a bar of chocolate or a biscuit, and then they throw in the towel, and they've tried so hard, but they failed. They may as well give up now, and it's awful, and whatever. And we give in when we fail because we don't want to fail again. That is human nature. But when we succeed, we want to keep succeeding. We enjoy that feeling of succeeding. So logic says making small manageable goals that we can achieve in smaller intervals so we can experience achieving sort of often instead of not achieving makes more sense and then you get that hit of dopamine and serotonin when you do something well and you're proud of yourself and happy and you give yourself the pat on the back and then you move on to the next step and then the next one and you have a way higher possibility of success by doing 10 manageable steps over six months than one giant goal in 12 because you're intimidating yourself like sugar the sugar one for example if you've been eating sugar for a period of time likely like everyone you've been eating sugar over the Christmas period you're addicted to it like sugar is an addiction um and going cold turkey from anything but going cold turkey from something like sugar sounds easy but it's not because it is an addiction and inevitably if you're just gonna pack it in and never eat it for again or not for the month or whatever You're either, one, going to fail, or two, just make yourself miserable. So why not make it bearable? So make it so that, I don't know, no sugar Monday to Friday, but on Saturdays you have chocolate, or Friday you have biscuits. What Like, why does it have to be all or nothing? Like, just give yourself a break. Like, I think we we can be too hard on yourselves, on ourselves. Um, And we don't allow ourselves to be human and mess up like you can be trying and still do well enough you don't always have to be making huge giant leaps and bounds and strides to be doing well you don't even have to be making any strides at all you can try to do better and be better and improve but trying's almost enough sometimes because you're making the effort and then eventually you will do it because inevitably if you stick at something you will but nothing has to be 100%. Humans aren't made to be at 100% 24-7 or work at 100% 24-7. We need rest. We need a break. 
we need to be able to trip and mess up and learn and get back on board. But we hold ourselves to such high standards of perfection, especially at this time of year when you have that like new year fire lit under you and you want to make this year the year you take life by the balls and get all you want and you can do it, but you you end up hating yourself or cursing yourself out when you're not perfect or you mess up. But we just need to sort of let go of that and and be ready to. Like you can be trying and fail, you can you can still be healing but still carry trauma. You can be happy and feel hurt. You can reduce your sugar intake and still have a bar or two of chocolate over the month. It's the duality of life or the duality of man. Like the world has yin and yang. It has light and dark. We have yin and yang. We have we're 50% of everything. So it doesn't mean you're 100% good or 100% bad or you can only 100% pass or 100% fail. You don't have to get 100% to pass something. I don't even know, like, I don't know what the school pass rate is anymore, but I'm sure it's something like 60%. Like, if you're trying, you're making the effort, you're still passing, you're still doing it. It's, it doesn't have to be 100%. And you don't have to trip up and assume that you've 100% failed and you're packing it in now. You, I mean, at some point you have to get into the mindset of understanding that one, you're doing the best you can right now. So you're doing the best you can do right now is the absolute best you're capable of. And you can't get angry at yourself because you could do better yesterday. That was yesterday, not today. Today's different. Um, and you can set all the goals you want, the biggest dreams you have. But if you if you lose heart in yourself because you're not, achieving them 100% and then you give up you, you'll never achieve them because you're giving up before you even give yourself the chance I think that's the thing you can set all the goals you want have the biggest the biggest dreams you could dream of and dream bigger than you ever have before but don't expect to achieve them all in a week manage your expectations manage your time manage the logic and find the steps in how you can achieve those things and it will get you there but you have to be consistent you have to keep doing it whatever you want to do whatever smaller manageable steps you came up with you have to keep doing the steps and keep going and not stop because you might not make it in a week but in a year of consistently doing those smaller steps you might but you never never achieve it if you give up before you finish all those steps. It's like that age-old thing of you have to plant a seed and keep coming back and making sure it's growing and not being dug up by animals or ripped apart by birds and you have to keep it watered and healthy and then at some point it will sprout and then slowly it grows but you still can't stop. You have to keep making sure it's watered and keep protecting it and it's the same for any goal you want or anything you want to achieve. You have to keep maintaining it and keep going through the steps like do you think to get over all the trauma and negative patterns and beliefs and sort of move through all of that and get to a place that I'm at now where I can be happy and confident and create content and want to help other people 
Do you think I did that once and then gave up? No. Well, well, yes, but that's why I always failed before, because I gave myself such lofty expectations in a new year, and then inevitably I failed a month in and then gave up, and then I got that fire lit under me again the next December, January, and tried again, and then I failed. So the only time that I ever succeeded was when I decided this is my year, this is the year I'm going to work it all out and be the best me and I am actually going to come up with a plan this time and it's not going to be, oh, I'm going to achieve this giant goal. I am going to achieve that giant goal but I have 25 smaller manageable steps to get there and then that that was when like it made a difference and I like a couple of years ago I've reached that point and I broke whatever it was up into smaller steps and took those steps and keep taking those steps and I kept going when I messed up and I fell down a few and I had to get up and go back over it and retake those steps and when it hurt and I couldn't keep going I had to allow myself to take a break and then get back on board and or when it hurt but I was still able to keep going out to grin and bear it because that's the only way you get what you want is being persistent and consistent um, because you just have to keep going. Well, you just have to keep going at it hard, I guess. But I think that's the thing, like it's, it is a very mindset heavy thing because all of this stuff happens in your mind first, which I think we forget often, like you have to be ready and prepared to achieve those things you want to achieve otherwise you end up standing in your own way or you just lose yourself along the way because you haven't given it much thought so you have to go through the motions mentally before you do them physically um so you know where you're going you have a kind of outlined rough idea but you're also prepared to fail and not give up when you do because there was a solid period of time where I wasn't ready to heal and move on and I wasn't prepared to fail and keep going. And that was why when I did fail, I gave up because I wasn't, I wasn't ready. And I didn't, I didn't do the, I didn't have the mindset right first. And I think a degree for a degree of it, it's like you're sometimes comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, so you don't like unconsciously you don't want to change but when I when I eventually did and I decided I was ready to and I was ready to close the chapters and open new ones and whatever it it came from my head first like I had to be ready in my mind first and I had to have the right mindset and be prepared to be dedicated to the cause and keep going when I failed and not stop and not give up and criticize and hate myself when I didn't do everything I thought I should do because I was just doing the best I could. I think New Year, New You is such a cliche thing at this time of year. And everyone shouts New Year, New Me. And great, firstly, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also nothing wrong with the you that you are now. You don't have to be a whole different person to be happy or be worthy of getting what you want. But yeah, okay, you should want to grow and improve and evolve and improve on certain areas of your life but you should do it from a place where you love and respect yourself enough to know wherever you are now you can have even more you can get better you can get even more of everything you want but 
you're not bad for being who or where you are now. Um, and we also have to remember it's not the same for everyone. Don't forget that. Like, some people want to get fitter. Some people want to put on weight. Some people want to learn things. Some people want to lose weight. Some want to donate more and be more charitable. Some people want to be promoted. Some want to start their own business or make more money. Or some want to feel confident. Some want to have more experiences. It's different for everyone. So you can't go around comparing your new year, new you to other people's versions of their new year, new them. Because it's completely subjective. Nobody's is the same. I mean, if it was, it'd be very boring. Um, and even if your goals are the same as someone else's, their journey is also going to be different. Their timeline's going to be different. If you're, you can have a similar goal to somebody, but don't expect to be hitting their road marks at the same time that they are, because somebody else might be hitting the same time, like be going at the same pace you are, um, or wanting to go at the same pace you are, and wondering why they're not going at the same pace you are. Because they feel behind from you. Like, it's completely subjective. Um, and, like, personally for me, I'm... I mean, I think I've said before, I'm a, I'm a fiend for a new year, new me revamp. And um, I do like how it feels... It feels like a logical point to close out a year and open up a new one. But it's only now, really, or in the last couple of years, I actually know how to do it and achieve these things without hating myself or failing three weeks in and I personally at at this time of year I like to make a list of all the areas of my life so career and money relationships self and health contribution charity whatever and I do write down all the huge amazing shoot for the stars goals I have for myself to achieve but then I think about each one specifically and I take each goal singularly and I sit with it and I think about how I can achieve that goal what step I can take right now to get me an inch closer what step I can take next week what step I can take next month what I need in my life to achieve it who I need to speak to how can I find those people what can I do to get myself into those places then I'm give, I, I give myself realistic timelines and and there's there's different sort of goals that I have for well I want to achieve this in three months and I want to achieve this in six months and then in nine and twelve and I do this for every goal I have for myself so under each heading so career and money say I set six goals I'm doing it six times for for those six goals and I'll do the same thing for all my relationship goals and I'm giving myself a realistic plan. Um, and if I don't do it, fine. If, I, if I'm behind by a month, so what? The fact that I'm trying and working towards them and not stopping and I've got some form of briefly hashed out plan is better than not having a plan at all. It's better than expecting so much myself that I intimidate myself and I never do it. Um, and it's better than me not, not trying at all and not bothering and going straight for the big guns, realising I shot too high and giving up because I'm disheartened. So like, don't make the 
version of you in 12 months curse you out now for not being consistent in your goals because even if you didn't make the big goal in 12 months you can still put yourself way ahead of where you are now if you keep going at it and if you keep maintaining those plans and it doesn't mean that you can't sort of relook at those plans you can make all the plans you want now but maybe in three months that changes maybe you've done better than you thought you had and your timeline can be brought forward and that kind of thing you you can't like you can't really predict the future you can you can guide it and you can hope that what you're doing is going to lead you to where you want to be but you don't really have that much control over it so you have to be quite flexible with it and be prepared to alter and change it as is fit or as is necessary so in case my um goal setting is of any help to you if you're interested these are the tips that I sort of have in mind every time I do my goal setting for the year and my making my plans for my whole new year new me whatever um so the first one is I identify the big giant dream big goals big lofty crazy wish upon a shooting star goals in all the separate areas of my life that I'm wanting to change so it can be groups, so like career and money, home and life, relationships, um, all that kind of stuff. So all the separate things, donation, contribution, um, and write down, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say more than like six. I feel like that's a reasonable amount. I feel like if you give yourself too many, you end up, well, you, you give yourself a lot of work. I mean, if, if you want to give yourself six giant goals in every area of your life, go for it. But um, if you want to make it manageable and digestible for yourself, I would say six is kind of kind of the maximum. And then once you've got those goals under those headings, take each one, so each single goal, and break each goal down into reasonable steps. So a step that you can take right now, and that step could be say for example it is um you want to write a write a book this year so say your big lofty goal is you want to write publish and sell a book this year the first step you can take now is come up with the idea for the book that's a small step it could take you all day or it could take you 10 minutes if you already have the idea great you've already done that the next step after that would be maybe outline the book or come up with chapter ideas or the name of the book or something like that um the next one could be write five pages of the book and then for each one you're giving yourself a smaller manageable so you're not saying write a 500 page book you're saying write 10 pages of a book um and give yourself a date for it give yourself a deadline we it, working to a deadline makes life easy um if you make them reasonable so don't expect yourself to be writing 50 pages of a book in 2 days if you don't even have an idea yet 
but give yourself a reasonable deadline. So by the end of March, I want to have 50 pages done of the book, whatever it is. That's reasonable. You have something to work towards. You have something you can tick off. If you get to March and you've done 100 pages, great. You've done more than you planned for yourself. Um, You can re adjust you can adjust like there's nothing set in stone here you can adjust the goals that you're making as you go along so giving yourself reasonable time frames is the best thing you can do for yourself um and then prepare to fail so prepare to not achieve everything you set out to achieve prepare to miss deadlines but don't stop be consistent in it don't give up because you fell at the first hurdle just be consistent pick yourself back up again adjust the goal okay so you get to the end of March and you've only written 20 pages fine by the end of April you want to write another 20 that's manageable you know where you're at now you can you can adjust as you go along but just don't stop and don't compare yourself to others there's going to be other people that have similar goals to you that are going to be doing similar things to you there's going to be people in your immediate circle or people online that you see and you can watch nobody has the same one journey as someone else nobody can say well I'm further ahead than you are because they haven't had your experiences you're at the point you're meant to be in your life um so don't hold yourself to other people's standards just hold yourself to your own standards and goals that you're making for yourself and be patient I know it's such I mean it's hard and it's also such cliche to say be patient just wait it'll come it'll happen if you're consistent and it will and I know it's not a helpful thing to say and it's not an enjoyable thing to hear but you really do just have to be patient because it can feel like day by day absolutely nothing is happening but in six months, if you're writing 30 pages, like say you're writing 50 pages every three months, in 12 months, you've got a good portion of a book. If you're writing 200 pages every three months, you know what I mean? You've got potentially a 600 page book. Like you can, it, it, it feels like nothing now, but it will mean everything if you keep doing it. And if you just keep achieving the next step and climbing the stairs and keep going and keep doing what you're doing you'll get there um so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on new year new you I've made a um google doc example of the table that I make I mean I write it in a journal but um I've made a document to sort of outline what I mean about goal setting and I'll put the link below and in my Instagram bio so you can download it if you think it will help you um I hope it does I think it will it helps me um it makes the year feel a lot less daunting when you follow this format instead of demanding you achieve your loftiest goals without any real plan um but you'll do it you'll do amazing you are doing amazing you'll keep doing amazing wherever you are whatever your plans are wherever you plan to go you will do it just give yourself a break and give yourself the chance to do it reasonably. So that's it. That brings us to the end of this episode 
four. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you got um, some inspiration to start goal setting and using my little formatted plan. It is. It does help. I well, it helps me anyway. Maybe I'm biased, but hopefully it'll help you. Um, sorry that I didn't post last week, but thank you so much for listen, ugh, listening to this week's podcast um, and listening to all the things I wish I knew. If you enjoyed today's episode, do me a solid and share. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on all socials. Links are all in my Instagram bio at all the things I wish I knew. And I will see you at the same time next week to talk about something I wish I knew earlier in the brand new year when we're all working towards our brand new goals for 2022. Thanks for listening. Bye.